Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Asher Marketing Podcast. I'm Anthony Giuliano, and my guest this week is Dave Graney. Dave, how you doing? Good, real good, Anthony. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. You have me beat because you went for a run today, and I did <laughs> not. I was really thrilled to hear that you ran inside. Um, I used to be, I don't know if you were this way ever, but I used to be diehard, I'm going to run outside at least a few times a week, even in the winter, regardless of the weather. Was that was that you ever or still? It, it was. I'm I'm a recovering marathoner. Yeah, me so too. So I too. saw somebody actually wearing uh, those. I've never invested in those knee socks. Yeah. But um, I'm careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the not best. Not a big fan of cold. No, neither am I. And the older I get, the more I realize if I fall down, I might never get up. So ice is not my friend these days. Well, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, want to talk with you about your career path the world of real estate, some of the things you're working on and get a sense of your perspective on marketing real estate in a really hot market that seems to be hot and getting hotter and you, you think it can't come down, but it keeps going up. Right before I left the office, I felt, um, you know what, if somebody would ask me what I do, I would say it's a combination between um, uh, an air traffic controller and just taking reservations for the flights. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how. Yeah, how uh, it's yeah, it's been really uh, something. Yeah. So so is this? Let's go back to uh, in, in your case, the very beginning of your career. You you went to IU, correct? Correct. And you served in the military for some time before IU, correct? Before IU. Okay. When was it that you started thinking real estate is something I would like to do professionally? Was that something you always knew or did it come up later? Came up later, never really was. I um I was one of those guys that had senioritis in 8th grade. So, um I three of my buddies from high school, we decided to join the army. Mm-hmm. Um I followed I followed them. Um we we ended up 3 years and done. We all left. Uh, three of the four actually went down to Bloomington. Okay. That was kind of the plan. Yeah. To go to IU after the military. We were kind of the last ones in that old GI Bill where they helped fund some of that. And um, I was the last one in, so I only got like, you know, maybe a, a two-for-one dollar match. Sure, sure, um, sure. And then, um, you know, the, the military served its pers- purpose. Um Created discipline. Then we all went went down to IU and uh, became twenty one year olds and se- lost all the discipline. seniors yeah. and, and lost <laughs> lost every yeah. bit of it. Yeah. So what did you study at IU? Um, actually, I I had a vision to be an athletic trainer. Okay. I grew up a you know sports guy. Loved baseball. Like sports. It was my thing. It felt like it empowered me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I could not. I took anatomy. I think four. Four or five times, yeah. could not get through the those medical classes and athletic training, and um, it's a real quite a quite a tough uh, tough road. Yeah, I'd still be trying to get through those classes if I had ever taken them, but I had the good luck to never go down that path. <laughs> so you finish at IU. Do you go immediately into real estate, or are there any stops along the way? I kind of hobbled around IU. Uh, I didn't finish in the sense of a, uh, a degree. I I got about halfway there. Okay. Um, I met um, met a girl, and that was kind of where towards the end of my 
fumbling around um, campus and um, kind of right about that same time, uh, just decided out of a whim to take a real estate licensing class. Sure. Um, Shady Shrek was her name. I remember the instructor. Um, took that. It was time to come back home and get my set, my stuff yeah. together. So obviously a very different world, real estate at that time. What was it like getting started in that profession? How'd you get your feet under you? How'd you get established? And, and what were you doing to market yourself back when you began your career? Well, back then, uh, before the internet, there was a lot of print medium. Mm -hmm. um, experienced agents were uh, the ones who were willing to guide and mentor at that time would maybe let you uh, use your name and some of their marketing to help you build a following. Um, real estate agents are, are independent contractors. We, we own our own businesses. A lot of people don't real, realize that. Um, you know, we, we do manage a lot of, you know, we hire admin to do certain things. You know, we do, we do, we do build a business that way. Um, so, so when you when you were trying to establish yourself, uh, and and I'll use the example of you are on the Keller Williams team. If it's an independent business, how does it work that you're working with that 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 name that brand? How does that all work together? Even though you're an independent business, you're associated with Keller Williams. Well, I've been associated with other companies prior to this, but I think uh, a lot of the purpose you uh, hang your hat somewhere is basically because of the culture mm -hmm. or the cu culture that you hope is going to be there. Okay. And in my case, I've had wonderful, um, wonderful mentors. Um, I'm, I'm curious by nature, so I don't have a problem in asking the next question. Um, that's, that's benefited me well. Um, but under, you know, under one organization, I guess I'm at the point in my career right now um, where I've built the relationships, I've built the friendships, yep. I've built the partnerships, um, starting, you know, working with that next generation in trying to, and it's a wonderful uh, time of life to be in that point where you are answering the questions that are now asked of you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how would you describe Keller Williams? What is it like culturally? What makes Keller Williams different? What makes you happy to be there and fit in and all those good things? Um, it just it came. I'm a, I'm um, again. I have that building mindset, so I wanted to be a part of that from the beginning. Um, it's an international franchise, but it's new to Northeast Indiana the last five years, and I wanted to build that and help that grow. We're now, I think, up to like 170 licensees um, in Northeast Indiana. Uh, Fort Wayne, South Bend, um, Kosciuszko County, okay, Allen County. So, so let's talk about the real estate market because you know I was I was just talking to a friend. I grew up in Massachusetts, as you know, and I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and I I said I think it's the first time I've said it out loud, but I said the cost of living here used to be really great because <laughs> it's it's changed. It's still great, um, but it's dramatically different than it was even a few years ago. How is that affecting your work, and and how have things evolved? Because you you've seen a great disparity in this market over the course of your career. What does that look like from your perspective, and what do you see coming next to the extent you can predict it? 
Well, I don't know about in terms of any predictions, but um, it and, and for me to to um, four children um, and to see them uh, grow up here and live here now, it's wonderful to, to be in that kind of a um, up upbeat, uh, inflationary uh, upbeat uh, culture. I got one daughter who's. Uh, new to West Central, living downtown, and um, it's nice to see that. But on the other hand, it's just a real challenge. The, uh, the biggest challenge for us is inventory. You know, if you don't have anything on the shelf, and once you do have it on the shelf, it's not on the shelf. Yeah. It's off the shelf. Sure. So we there's not that time to leverage that we used to have. Yeah. And again, it's fleeting like any other sure. time in uh, space. It's, it's fleeting. Um, but... We had a property the other day, um, you know, that $150,000 to $200,000 is kind of the sweet spot for a first-time homebuyer now. And um, we had a property that, you know, it had 29 offers on it in a, a three-day period. <laughs> and it's like, how how many property owners want to be presented 29 offers? Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, people look at us as hopefully the guide to accepting the best of those offers. And again, it's not always price, it's possession, it's terms, ease of the transaction. Sure. Sure. So, so why is, uh, this is where I'm going to reveal my ignorance for um, the first of what will be many times, but why is it that the Fort Wayne real estate market is so hot? Is it that things caught up to where they always should have been? Is it population growth? Is it, you know, a, a function of people getting more interested in real estate ownership? What's driving the market as it's been the last few years? An outstanding question. Um, just a combination, I think, of maybe uh, a lot of young people who back in maybe 2008, 2009, maybe saw some of their um, families lose their homes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time has gone by since then. Yeah. Hence, um, wanting to take ownership. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a lot of it has been the Midwest conservative culture where we really didn't maybe build as many new homes mm -hmm. as we, you know, again, we've always had that uh, most, quote, most affordable. Yeah, sure. And, and we've, we've, we've tried to sell that for so long and that's, um, you can't sell that now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, the reason I asked the question is I, I ask myself and I, uh, from time to time, where did all the people come from? Because it, it was a very, uh, you know, reasonable market. And then all of a sudden you can't find a house and you can't find an apartment and they're putting up apartments and they're filling immediately. And it's not like there's a giant population increase. So I'm just kind of trying to sort it out. Um, and it's probably a combination of factors more than anything. I've, you know, I've seen people from both coasts, uh, east and west coast come here and invest uh, good money, yeah. And uh, when I say good money, I mean a lot of money in some of the older properties downtown. Um, I think more than ever we have a real. That's probably the best way to answer this. We have a lot more choices. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a high-rise condo downtown. Yep. We have historic downtown. Yeah. And um. I grew up in the city over by the zoo, so I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I, I grew up here, so um, 
I've seen prices go up. I've seen you know all these big houses go up. Um, but I think the perfect storm would be we're fitting more needs mm-hmm. from a yeah. demographic uh, age perspective. Yeah. Okay. So how are you? You mentioned the inventory issue, and it's a very competitive market. You mentioned even on your team, so to speak, there's 170 real estate professionals. How do you differentiate yourself in 2022? How do you market yourself today? Obviously, you benefit from having built a reputation and having built relationships. But what are some of the things that you're trying to do to stay in front of clients and prospects? Well, this is a true story. I had no idea that Google had a meeting, uh, Google meeting. Like yeah. I had no idea until yeah. this morning. Yeah. And so that that's one way um, to be in front of the people. Um, again, it, that is what it is. You know, some people are comfortable with that. Some people aren't. Sure. I've tried to uh, come from a come from contribution, and that's a large part of our culture is coming from contribution, not taking. So mm-hmm. having that. Um, you know, what can I do to add value to whatever's going on with you right now? You know, what what do you want? What, mm-hmm. what do you need? Um, and I I love going to events. Mm-hmm. You know, I have probably, um, you know, the first Fridays, I think you're familiar with those a while mm-hmm. back, and they're just other things, um, kind of gotten away from them. Um, but... Um, so you really almost have to just create your own events. Yeah. And um Yeah. Is is there anything that you're in that in line with that is there anything you have on the horizon anything you're looking forward to in terms of events, marketing opportunities, anything that's coming up that's important to you? Um well thank you. I I am going to um take an idea from uh one of my colleagues down in Indianapolis and we're just going to do a uh appreciation event. At a drive-in movie theater this okay. uh, this summer. Okay. So I thought it was a to me I thought it was a wonderful idea. So this is invite clients you've worked with in the past to clients, vendors, uh, you know, maybe friends of their family. Yeah. And, and just really try to help uh, build awareness and again, just you know, more relationships. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, well, let's pivot to the speed round of the show. And this is when we talk about some of the things we've perhaps already talked about, but in a slightly different way. Um, Talk to me about career success. You know, you've built a long career in real estate. You've been through up markets, down markets, and markets in between. What have you learned along the way that you think is worth sharing? What are some of your best tips for building a successful and fulfilling career? Well, again, I I guess you have to... um, you have to be a very good listener, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have come before us, and a lot of pe- people have been uh, successful for us. You know, I think there's there's really only so so many objections you need to answer and master with people. Um, building accountability to to me is huge. I've, you know, I know you've got great uh, board experience. I've sat on a few boards before. And, um, you know, helping out uh, those organizations that are, you know, close to your heart. Um, Accountability, though, it's huge. You know, almost, and I think you have to be choosy. You have Mm -hmm. to, you have to uh, seek out somebody with maybe the same core values. um, 
and just uh, you know make no no difference than having an accountability partner at the at the gym or mm-hmm. you know just do some script some role playing all those things to help you um, not come off as salesy for lack yeah. of a better word yeah yeah so so let me ask you a a, a difficult question um, if somebody asked you hey I'm considering a career in real estate in 2022, would you say, go for it, best career ever, or would you encourage them to proceed with caution? And if so, either answer, why? Well, again, it depends. You know, as a business person, it's all about risk risk management. Yeah, sure. And finances and uh, pressing the, uh, you know, you're not going to go through that stoplight till it turns green. You know, you shouldn't spend money. You know, it's the red light, green light where you, um, you know, just you have to, you really have to manage things. I'd say every year has. I mean, I'm I'm really excited about um, the people that are getting in the business right now. They're doing all kinds of things. We had t- two different teams today. They were doing all kinds of. Uh, again, we know how much social media has exploded, but they were both doing some fun, candid entertainment uh, videos and. And and to me that was that was, that was fun to see. Yeah, I think um, at the end of the day, I um, just know I encourage to them that they will build relationships um, eye to eye, one at a, one at a time. Yeah, it's it's what I encourage people to think about is that social media should be a tool for building real world relationships, not a substitute for real-world relationships, um, a means to an end, not an end unto itself. Um, but, you know, that that might be just because I'm old, but <laughs> I think there's some truth in it, too. It's, it takes some energy. I mean, yeah. I, I'm watching them, you know, do, do this stuff, and I'm thinking, um, I kind of follow, uh, rest in peace, Betty White, but Betty White, we know what she, what, what she had to say about social media. <laughs> yeah. She said it was a terrible waste of time. Yeah, 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 and it can be for sure. But it's all in how you use it, I guess. So um, tell me a little bit about your organization. What I usually ask people is if there's something you want people to know about your organization or maybe a myth you want to dispel about your organization. And you can talk about Keller Williams. You can talk about that however you want to frame it. But what's something you want people to know that maybe is underappreciated? Um, Underappreciated is, you know, we're really, at the end of the day, we're trying to build – help people build wealth through real estate. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe their first house, their last house, an investment property, a piece of ground to build their dream home on. Uh, um, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And that's um, what I think uh, most successful businesses, That's it's, it's really a short path if you make it a short path. You can buy the next shiny toys and technology, um, you know, you really have to um, just focus on on the the end user and what is going to bring you um, word of mouth business down the road. Yep. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, one more, and this is a little bit of a wild card, but tell me, <laughs> is there in in your work, um, is there anything you use that's a tool, a trip, a trick, a tip? Um, it could be a technology tool. It could be something completely different. And I usually ask people from a marketing perspective, but feel free to take it more broadly than that. What's something that makes your life easier that you think people should know about? 
A hack, in other words, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably a more concise way to say it. Gosh, I don't know. Um, boy, what other what other marketers should know about? Yeah, or or something yeah. that you use every day that makes your life easier. Um, you know, there's. Well, I'm very visual. Yeah. So, um, and I'm very. Um, Duplicative is that a word? I don't know. Duplicate. I mean, I I um, take notes. I take a lot of notes. Yeah. Um, I don't use them all, but I. There's no. The secret is there's no secret. <laughs> I, you know, everybody. Yeah. Everybody's got a different rhythm. Sure. And um, that's a, a, a tough question. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. wild card question. Well, it's a, it's a question I ask because I'm I'm hoping to steal good ideas from my guests. So, <laughs> well, I think you uh, you've had a uh, you've had a great run, Anthony. I've followed your career really closely, and um, I I think you know I think you know a lot of the answers. Well, well, thanks. I, I every day I'm reminded that I don't, but <laughs> some days I get lucky. So I appreciate that. Well, Dave, anything else you're working on that you uh, want to share? Um, probably going to start uh, at that age where I think I'm going to slow down and maybe work on my pickleball game, Anthony. <laughs> that, that my kids are starting to play, and you know, be, I'll be able to spend I've some heard time great in things them. Things about pickleball, I might, I might want to try that out sometime if you're ever looking to. Yeah, to, yeah, that'd be do, wonderful. How, what do you say when you play pickleball? Is it to I, pickle? To, to I, I'm right there with you. Hit I, the court? I don't even I know. Have, I have no idea. I know but, nothing about it. Um, it looks uh, fairly low aerobic, which I'm looking forward to, and, yeah. but somewhat um, powerful. The first time I ever saw it being played, I thought, this is like putting money in a pinball machine and watching it, <laughs> but not being able to play it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, well, good luck working on your pickleball game. And, and again, um, you know, with the advent um, of what you've done with this medium, with the ad Ather Agency, um, I'm... I have proposed that to the group to possibly help our brand awareness a little bit with a uh, consistent value-added um, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we started it, and a lot of the thanks goes to Nick, who people can't see, but Nick is, as as in most rooms that I'm in, I am not the brains of the operation. Nick does all the hard work. I just show up and talk. But yeah, I mean, it's something that Asher started over a year ago just to keep us top of mind with clients and prospects and build relationships and learn from people. And it's been super fun. So I encourage you to do it. Yeah. Uh, just uh, again, back to um, a tool in the arsenal would just be, I can't say enough about creativity. Mm -hmm. You know, once you, once you start to lose that, you, I think you've, you've lost an edge and, and just, you know, with some of the things again, that y that you have done, you, I know you have, have really focused on creativity. Well, thanks. What's the old saying that necessity is the the yes. uh, is it necessity I, is the mother of invention? Yeah. <laughs> I always try to come up with these old sayings. I think you know I don't think I'm going to remember the whole saying, so I won't <laughs> so I won't try to remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I failed at that one. I started to say it correctly and then I tripped over myself. <laughs> but well, Dave, it's been a pleasure hearing from you and learning more about you. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, Anthony. And thanks to everyone who took the opportunity to listen to this week's episode. We'll be back next week with another great guest, and we hope you'll join us then.